Well, hell. Welcome back to the show, my friends. For those of you just now joining us, the first National Bank of Dingus time is 10 42. It's the sound you've waited months to hear. It's images or some of your oldest memories. This is College Football. The wait is over. College Football is here. Hey, Dennis. Hi, sir. What team is leading in defense points per game? The least amount of points per game. James Madison. Nah. Alabama. Nope. Illinois fighting line at uh, 8.4 points per game. Welcome to Man vs. Model, the only podcast in the multiverse where a judge's strict schedule throws a man's life into turmoil. Here's your host, Just Dennis. Does anybody know what the badly described movie is? Any guesses? Um, Caddyshack. No. Good my, guess, though. I like that. My Cousin Vinny. No. That's not a nice second guess. No. I know. Especially coming from Kenny. I know. <laughs> nope, we didn't get it. What is I it? Think it? It's uh, it's Rain Man. Oh, shit. I, you know, I didn't even fucking think about that. Gotta, gotta see Wapner. I know. Gotta watch Wapner. Damn. Damn. Uh, yeah, because I was just thinking like straight like lawyer movies. I know. Or courtroom dramas. I know. That's what I was thinking, too. I was like, fuck. But yeah, okay. That, yeah, that, that, that definitely uh, squares... Sure. Definitely, Definitely a terribly described movie. That's right. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Did you see the movie Rain Man? What was it about? It's about this judge. Wouldn't move his schedule around. Fuck, Fuck this guy's life. Totally, totally, totally up. Cool. The movie's about. Sounds great. I don't want to watch that at all. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds terrible. No, no that works. I, I, that, that works. I've been watching The Offer. Have you, have you watched that? No. It's about the making of The Godfather. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I started it, and then it's I, it's really good. Yeah. So, so like, there's one of the later episodes where the the head of Paramount is trying to pitch Chinatown, yeah. to the the um, president of Gulf Western, which is like the parent company that owned, owned uh, Paramount. And he's like, "Well, it's about water." Like, and that's like his description of the movie Chinatown. <laughs> it's all water. <laughs> it's all about water. Oh, okay. Water rights. Great. <laughs> and the guy's like, "Wow, that sounds wonderful." I mean, Chinatown's amazing, but that's like. It's a really bad description. That's about water rights <laughs> in Chinatown. <laughs> that sounds marvelous. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. All right. Welcome to Man vs. Model. We are on episode 11 of season number eight. And we're quietly whispering away so nobody will hear us. We don't, right. we don't want anybody to know their big secret. We've, we've come like around full circle <laughs> where we wanted people to hear us. And then now we're back to like where we... We tried to get people to hear and us. And like, we don't have anybody that listens to us. So we just like... Don't want anybody to listen. So to now us we now. want to drive our numbers down. Yeah, yeah. Now we want to as tank it. We want to tank it on purpose, like we don't like. A, was it? You, was it? I read it name on Twitter. Utah wins, uh, loses eight, the basketball. Yeah, you know, Utah Jazz. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Luke go zero and eighty two to get like <laughs> to some, get the new prospect. Get the new was prospect. It, yeah. Suck for luck. Remember that when the, yeah. when the Colts like <laughs> they started like Don Mikowski or something <laughs> yeah. like that, so they could right. intentionally lose yep. games to get get Peyton? Andrew Luck. Yeah. Oh, Andrew. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, it was a few years ago. Well, when you said Mikowski, that. Uh, Magic that, that, that I thought it was that put, that, put was the, a, that put that like way back. Yeah. I thought it was who is no. It was somebody like that who came in who. It was somebody like that. I don't know if that was him. I thought no. it was like the, Don Mikowski, like the end of his career. No, Don Mikowski played Magic him, Man. Like yeah, like Magic like, Man. like the early nineties. Yeah, I know. He, I think they, I think they put Don Mikowski on before they played him, so they could get Peyton Manning. Maybe that. that no, he was before Brett Favre. 
Mikowski was before yeah. Brett Favre. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. there was he had one of those '80s posters. Yeah, I used to have that poster. <laughs> you used to have the poster, Magic Man. Yes. Oh man, he was like a that was like a big deal. He was like he was it was like some of those WWF guys that they tried to turn into some like big super like the Rooster or whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah, You know, like yeah. guys that weren't well, that they, good. They used to have those, those posters for everybody. Yep. It used to be awesome. I used to have an Andre Dawson one that was yeah. the Hawk, and he was just standing there with his shirt off with a huge ass <laughs> hawk on his back. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah, Ken and I used to like on purpose shitty, like really shitty teams and players. Like the Bucks, remember the Bucks? Mm-hmm. I had Eric Rett. Eric Rett was like my oh, favorite player. He was, he oh, yeah. was good yeah. though. That guy he was, was awesome. He was good on a really bad. Oh team. Yeah, 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 yeah. My my dad took a, a business trip to Tampa Bay like in the early nineties. I was like, Dad, get me a, a Tampa Bay Bucks hat because that was when the, with the old colors, the old yeah, yeah. colors, yeah. right? Yeah. And he like he literally came back with like the most generic, just said. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, no logo, no nothing. Uh, he's like, bullshit. he's like, I couldn't find anything. He's like, there's no Tampa Bay merchandise. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, no. Even Tampa Bay, even, even in, in Tampa, Tampa Bay. Bay. Yeah, he's like, there's nothing. That <laughs> is <laughs> hilarious. Awesome. It was Dan Orlovsky who I was thinking. There. Of, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Polish guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then name Dan. Both poles. Both poles. Yeah. Name Dan. Dan Magikowski. Yeah. And yeah. Dan, Dan Orlovsky. So yeah, kind of similar. You can be on the right track. We'll forgive you. Yeah. Anyway, well, the voice that you hear there, uh, one of the voices that you hear anyway, is let's start with uh, the Reverend Doctor Computer Nurse. How hey, you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I just um, had a ridiculously hard leg workout thanks to uh, Riches and I's trainer, my brother-in-law Dylan. Uh, lots of s- squats and then high jumps and jumping jacks. So it was, it's quite terrible. I can't, I don't think I'm going to be able to walk tomorrow. Good. That's what we want. Or uh, Friday or we, Saturday we, or Sunday. He wants you to be miserable. <laughs> as miserable as humanly possible. Yeah. Because you can't enjoy your newfound strength. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he wants you to basically be crippled. <laughs> yeah. Because of you were trying to get Because you're so strong. Yeah. You're crippled. <laughs> that makes total sense. <laughs> makes total sense. Yep. And then we but, can laugh at you. That's and that's really the point. I would say that's the whole thing. Right? I, I'm enjoying it just because we do get a laugh at you then. Okay, right. great. Yeah. yeah. So you're so keep doing it. Thank you. For us. Yeah. Not for you. I am and gonna your do health. That. And I'm gonna do it so my calves and my thighs are just like fucking ridiculously huge. So then I really in your can't wheelchair. Walk. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and of course, cool. the master of the machine, the doctor of the dingoes, the Reverend Doctor William Horsechamp, night two thousand twenty one. Oh man, how's it going, Kenny? I love man. My name's getting longer and longer. I know. I, I just change it sometimes. No, that's good. Just for fun. It's for funsies. For funsies. Yeah. Uh, no, I like it. And uh, and how are you? I'm doing okay. Um, I overcooked my pork chops tonight. I'm kind of kind of disappointed Ooh, about that. That was but. always a nut kick. Yeah. I just put enough sauce on it. It'll be fine. Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah. Um, oh, speaking of pork chops, I finished uh, <laughs> this weird segue. I finished a Dahmer. That is not, that's not a but weird segue. But it actually makes, it kind of makes yeah. sense because yeah. pigs are just like human flesh, I hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never eaten a human, but I'm told that. Um, <laughs> that's what Jeff said. <laughs> that's what old Jeff said. It tastes <laughs> like pig. Um, that's, that show is fucked up. That's a fucked up we show. Want, we are the first one. I'm, I've been reluctant to go back to it. I'm kind of like. Especially hearing about some of the families, how they feel about it, and some of the attorneys that who said it's pretty inaccurate, and you know all oh, kinds really? of stuff. I'm like, I don't know. I'm, I have to like emotionally invest. I get like that way about some shows. There was one about the Central Park Five a few years ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. That we watched the first episode, and it was like, it was so emotional in a different way, right? right. Because you saw these kids, and you saw what it was going to happen to them. And it was depressing as hell. Right. And it was like, it, it, like you watch the first episode, and you're, you're like, yeah, this is going to be fucking miserable. I probably should watch it, but I'm not going to because I already <laughs> right. know what's going to happen. It's kind of that's kind of the same thing. The, like, the thing, the, the the redeeming quality, uh, if there is one, a Dahmer, 
is what's the, what's the main character character's name? I can't. His real Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, Evan Peters. Evan Peters. <laughs> Evan Peters. Yes, is absolutely mesmerizingly good. Like it's one of the best acting performances I've seen maybe in my life. He might be like of that his generation yeah. might be the best actor. Yeah, he's generation. really good. He's, yeah. he's a really he's, good actor. He's yeah. unbelievable in that, and and it drew me back to it. Honestly, like it made me just put up with the fucking like ridiculous shit. And like you said, the family's complaining and stuff about about. Inaccuracies or about not being consulted, bringing up trauma and stuff. Yeah, right. right. Uh, but yeah, it, his acting is makes the show worth it. Uh, fun fact about uh, shows about or movies about Dahmer: Jeremy Renner played Dahmer in like the early two thousands. Oh, really? Remember when they I had all those that. shitty yeah. uh, oh, movies yeah. about okay. uh, Ed Gein and yeah. John Wayne Gacy, and then they did one Dahmer. I can, Jeremy yeah. Jeremy I, Renner I, I, was. I could see that. Yeah. yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Jeremy Renner, not one of the best actors. No, I was going to say, but I bet he did not as good a job. Oh, no. I mean, he's okay, though, still. As long as, yeah. You just don't have him say much, and then yeah. he'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, or you just have him act really crazy, like right. PCU. Oh, yeah, that's true. No, 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 no. That's not Jeremy Renner. Oh. That's Jeremy Piven. Piven. Oh, Jeremy Renner is Hawkeye. Oh, oh, that's, oh okay. that's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, he's actually a decent yeah, actor. He's I was, a decent, yeah, he's a good actor. I was thinking Jeremy Piven. I was like, wait. <laughs> and he was awesome as Ari Gold. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I mean, it was the role was cut out specifically for him. Yeah, but he was fab- fabulous. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah, yeah. All right. Jimmy Renner. Okay, yeah. I watched Mirror of uh, Kingstown recently with him in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and then um, I think he's in that Hurt Locker. I think he's in Hurt Locker. Oh, he's in Hurt Locker. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Now I'm tracking. I know you're. Yeah. Talking. All right. Well, as we we're proving again, this podcast becomes less and less about football each week <laughs> and more just about his bullshitting. So. Um, sorry, ever dwindling legion. If you don't like it, just stop listening because that's what we want you to do. Yeah, stop listening, please. Go away. All right, let's do <laughs> Buss's Twitter question of the week. Of the week. Everybody on, good, great, grand, wonderful. No yelling on the bus. If you had to show someone who has never watched college football one game, which game would it be, and why? I think Rich brought up a good point. It's like, do you like this person or not? <laughs> Okay, like, let's let's just assume you do, okay. and you want them to continue to watch college football with you. I said I put the wrong year. I'm, I th- I put 2017 Texas Tech Oklahoma. I think I meant 2016. Oh, is that Mahomes versus Mo- Baker? Mahomes versus versus, versus Mayfield? Yeah. Right, like that's yeah. like one of the most amazing offensive <clears throat> yep. performances ever. I, that yep. that's my vote. Yep. Yeah. So when Buss asked this, and then he answered his own question right away with two, 2007 yeah. Fiesta Bowl. That's exactly what I thought. Like yeah. right, like instantly. I'm it's like, a great one. That was like, Boise State. Boise Oklahoma. State, Oklahoma. Right. I like remember like Palace was just a teeny tiny baby and like we were just I was just chilling with her on the couch just watching that like yeah. you know and it was like awesome but uh so I'm I'm not going to take that but I'm going to be a little bit of a homer and say the Orange Bowl I think it was 94 or 95 Orange Bowl when mm. Nebraska played Miami 94 94 yeah. and so then they and they end up scoring what I yeah. don't know like 14 points in the fourth quarter to yeah. end up winning or whatever that was a really good game it was 94 season I think 95 90, yeah, yeah, yeah 95 yep, yeah yep. yeah that was amazing when Warren Sapp you saw him sucking wind yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah that was great uh, I was gonna I was actually gonna speaking of people responding before I got a chance to to I was going to actually say the USC Texas National oh, Championship. Yeah. That yeah. was yep. the most fun I've had. I can remember in a long because we were at Allendale watching that, and my I was working at Shields, and this dude who was a huge Longhorns fan came over, and we'd bet a bunch of money against each other on it. Yeah, and uh, and it was and like he was going to have to wear uh, USC gear like mm-hmm. for the like the, for like the until football season next year he had to like <laughs> he had to wear foot that was like he, he was like furious about this <laughs> prospect. And it, he ended up winning it because because Vince Young is like the greatest quarterback ever. Yeah, that one's awesome. I would. But one of the things I was thinking though is like the App State Michigan upset. From yeah, like, that's uh, another one I thought yeah. of too. Yeah, yeah. because mm-hmm. I because I feel like if you were really trying to lure someone in, 
a big, a, a sexy underdog, you know, victory like that would be like, you know, really endearing. Oh yeah, you yeah, that'd I mean? be yeah, good call. Yep. Yeah. So, so I think someone mentioned uh, the the Iron Bowl a couple years ago. Oh, kick six. Mm. The kick yeah. six. Kick six. Those are true. Awesome. Yeah. 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 I mean that that was a good game. I mean. The ending, of course, was amazing. But yeah. but for someone who doesn't understand football, are they really going to understand why that play exactly. was so crazy? In that rival, that's the thing is like you know, a lot of this stuff is rivalry based and context based, and you just don't know. Yeah, I mean, you, just you don't have that it. history. Yeah, think it, like, or, like the one, what, what's the Cal game where all the man came on the field? Yeah. Cal Stanford, yeah, Cal Stanford, like the that, band just, is on the field. Just like a funny, weird thing like that might might be, attract someone to the game or something. Yeah. I don't know. or there was that one year when Michigan and Michigan State played, and Michigan. Um, muffed the the snap on the punt. And oh Michigan yeah, State recovered it and scored. Yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, that was. So you know, and but you got to you got to think of the whole context of the game. Like, what's going to draw somebody right. in for the whole time? And that's why I thought like that, uh, offense. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Amazing yeah, offense yeah, yeah, is scoring yeah, yeah. because yeah. that's what's that's. Yeah. What's well, that's and that's why I thought Boise State Oklahoma because of when they run the Statue of Liberty plays. Like those are just so fucking crazy plays. Yeah. That like maybe just <laughs> insane. So yeah. yeah. All right. There you go. That's good. Possibilities out there. It's time for some ham. Humans against mathematical models. All right. Well, uh, this was another really good week. There's actually a whole bunch of pickers right at the top there. Uh, Trey came in with 177. Arturo tied him uh, somehow. I've never seen a tie in any of our games ever <laughs> at 177. Yeah, that's got to be so hard to do. I know, right? So I don't know. They must have filled out their little uh, their extra little categories or whatever because we have highest points yeah. scored, lowest yep. points scored. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, I think one of them would have broken the tie. But anyway, there's also another. We have a three way tie. This is. I mean, this is just fucking weird, right? So Ed, Room 44B, and Bus all scored 170. Oh wow! How in the fuck do you have five people with two? You know, two of people with the same number and three other people with the same number. That's crazy. That is crazy. Dingus had one sixty-eight. Uh, Platinum, so had, I think he had one of your. This is your worst week, I think. Yeah, it's my worst week so far. Yeah. Yeah, and then going down the list. Oh shoot! There's there's peanut butter pants at the bottom. <laughs> seventy-two points. What the I fuck happened? happened? Seventy-two yeah, points. What happened? Yeah, what happened? I have no idea. I don't. I don't know. It was really, really bad. You just missed all your big ones. <clears throat> just yeah, I just missed the big ones. Damn. Um, yeah, it was a, it was a weird week. Were you using the Kingas? Yeah, I was using the Kingas. I did what I usually badly? do. Yeah, I, it, according to according to to the numbers, Jesus did. Yeah, it, it was bad. Well, was that bad. was weird because I used the Dingus and it was fine. But I guess yeah, it must, I have been, <laughs> must have been way off. Well, look, An- Andrew hit ninety three, so you aren't the only one in double digits <laughs> there. Oh, well, it, Lord this was my dropped week. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah seventy two. So uh, it it's not going to hurt. You I did much. notice that's the worst dropped week of anybody. Oh man! So for the most part, yeah. yeah. Uh, so the overview: the the pick'em leader is still the Casey, the Platinum Toaster. I got a little breathing room. A, a touch, little breathing room. Touch of breathing not room. Not much because no. Trey is hot on your heels. Yeah, Trey and Klebe. Klebe. How are they fucking tied? Why is everyone tied? How is this possible? <laughs> What in the fuck is going I on? Under, I understand being tied for the total amount yes, of points. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, but the weekly thing then is crazy. It makes no sense. One, so it's Platinum Toaster, Trey, William Club, Room 44B actually uh, climbed the ladder, even though he had a bad, or I didn't have a bad week this week. He had a bad week uh, two weeks ago, I think. Or last, like, week. last week. Last week. Yeah, I think he commented on Twitter, like, the models redeemed themselves this week yeah. or something like that. Yeah, and they definitely did, because he took he took a step forward. Uh, yeah, and so and the Dinguses and the, and the Kingus are right there in the middle of the pack. Looking for looking to strike at any moment. Looks like we had a f- couple people drop off. Um, if you want to come back, we'll welcome you with open arms. <laughs> and of course, uh, Jake not playing the confidence game. He's fifty-seven forty-one. 
which is pretty damn impressive. Pretty damn impressive, but but Trey now because of his uh, one of his weeks that got dropped, his record is fifty nine and thirty eight, and William Kleb is sixty one and thirty seven. So William Kleb is out ahead by by quite a while, quite a ways. Yep. All right. Do we have any dingus fantasy updates? Anything <laughs> new and juicy you can talk about? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some. There's <laughs> some good things that happen actually yeah? for the first time in, in a while. Okay. Yeah. So so get this. Max Duggan. Had 53 points. Yeah. He's yeah. like the player of the week or something. Yeah. Like he's, the, yeah. he's the number one quarterback in the country. We'll talk about him later on in the show. And then Sean Tucker had uh, 40, he had 232 yards and three touchdowns. How's that sound? <laughs> who did they play? They played nobody, right? They played, they played Wagner. Oh, yeah, okay. Wagner. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you, yeah, so yeah, you can yeah, start yeah. players who were playing FCS oh, yeah. teams? Oh, yeah. Wow. So uh, so nice. those two guys had uh, they combined for a hundred points yeah. between the two of them, and the rest of my team scored like fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, so it ended up being I'm not in last place anymore. That's good. So I scraped scraped my or pulled myself up by the bootstraps, as as some political folks out there might say. But uh, but the rest of the team was trash as usual. Cam- Cameron Latou. Uh, is like, like my only tight end for some reason, and he's got zero points again. I don't, I don't know if he's dead. Like maybe he's dead. Like, he's just, and you, he this is like, and this much. is a no pickup, no trade, no nothing league. Right? Absolutely not. Yeah. You can't trade it. Otherwise, I would get rid of half these assholes. But yeah. like, I can't. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, so there you go. Not in last place. Not in last place. There you go. My God. <gasps> Holy guacamole. That's disgusting. <laughs> All right, let's go over IDKI stats for the week. So, again, this week, very similar to the last week, average 6.7, minimum 3.3, a max of 9.2. Oh, my. High for there. the highest. I want to see someone break that. Yeah. The earth is crumbling. <laughs> God, college football, Jesus, we love you. Thank you for dying for our football sins. <laughs> Some of the top games this week, which we will talk about later, uh, Kansas TCU. Uh, you got Oklahoma, Texas, UCLA, Utah. Top game of the week: LSU, Tennessee. Yeah, I think we're talking SEC about all of these. Matchup. I think are we so. talking all of them? Yeah, At least at so. lightning all round right. or, or otherwise. Yeah, all right. right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And some of the worst ones: Nevada, Colorado State. That's going to be terrible. Oh Ugh. my god! I don't know how that's not the worst one, but okay. I, I the game that I picked for this week, I'm surprised it's actually not not on here. But uh, uh, FIU UConn, how is that not the worst game? Ooh, Jesus! Lord. Oh God! Massachusetts Liberty. At least you have Liberty. Yeah. yeah. Pitt Virginia Tech. Those are both eight point twos. That's that, that's those that's are a, two P five teams. That's, I was gonna say that's pretty rare to get two P five teams <laughs> with an eight point two. Yeah. And Pitt, well, especially Pitt because Pitt was like always in. The, one of the higher games last year. Yeah, yeah. well, they lost yeah. their their uh-huh. star factor now. Exactly. Slow us out and a couple other guys. So, yeah, the 14 and a half point spread, 43.5 total. That's going to knock you down a few pegs. Yes, there it too. is. All right. And uh, just a quick update. Uh, we're putting together what we like to call uh, Scofro's bowling team. I'm slamming up tonight. You guys are dead in the water. All right. Way to go. Scotty. Uh as Scott Frost was the first one to be canned, uh, as coaches are fired, uh, he's picking them up and uh, just playing a little, you know, just doing <laughs> well, some bowling. He, like, he, likes he likes to drink. Likes to drink. So the, he, he could probably buy sense. his own bowling alley. Yeah, it's going to turn. It's going to turn cold here soon, so he's going to need. He's going to need an indoor sport. Well, it, the golf course. Actually, he's probably closed. what he's probably going to do is just play gold. Have have golden, golden tea leads. Bar? Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Either way, that's fine. He could, but... Or or he's going to try and get access to the fucking golf simulator like he did. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, maybe, 
there, or he's just going to go to fucking Heartland Lanes or whatever the fuck. Parkway. Parkway Lanes. Go to go, Parkway. Go, go bowling with, with Herm and that would be, Jeff and can, Carl. And can Paul. you imagine just showing at the Parkway Lanes one night, and there's Scott with Herm and Jeff and Carl and Paul. He has, just, to, he has to step outside and go smoke a here. <laughs> lung scud after lung scud on a Tuesday night. <laughs> All right, so so here's what we have so far in Power 5, fired after this week. Uh, Scott Frost replaced by Mickey Joseph, Herm Edwards, Arizona State, replaced by Sean Aguano, uh, Jeff Collins, let go from Georgia Tech, uh, and then they won last yeah. week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Whoa. Brent, <laughs> Brent Key is now the interim. Carl Durrell this week, which is, we yep. talked about at the time, one of the weirdest hires probably ever. Yeah. Like, it was in the, the 80. And one of the quickest fires ever, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Less than two years. Yeah. Uh, the AD at Georgia Tech was fired. AD at Colorado yep. was fired as well. Oh, okay. I didn't know they fired their AD too. <clears throat> yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. Okay. Uh, Mike Sanford Jr. will take over there on an interim basis. And uh, the biggest woe moment yeah. uh, in a while, uh, Paul Christ. Yeah. What do, guys, what do we think? Is that is that a? I know people were saying that's a Pelini-esque firing. <sighs> are you are you? Do you think that's true or? Are you I think it's more mis- of a Solich. Okay, but yeah. but, but you but you think it's a mistake? Um, I think. Well, I guess not that way. I guess because Solich should have probably gotten another year because he added that he added that defensive staff. But maybe Pelini, maybe Pelini's right. I don't know if he does. I don't. I don't know. It's hard to say because they have they have been on the decline, and then Big Ten's got all this money coming in, and they're like, we need to compete now, and they didn't want to lose Jim Leonard. But I heard so. they're going after Leipold. Possibly, yeah. Campbell. He's like a god. No, Leipold's like a god in Wisconsin. Oh, god, yeah. yeah. With, with Whitewater. Like Whitewater, yeah. 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 He, he played there. He coached there. Yeah. I mean, I, if, if Leopold's going to go anywhere, I bet you that would probably be his his, his first spot. choice. Yeah, but I think they really want to try and keep um, Jim. Yeah. Unless Jim's already gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're like, well, we have to get Leipold. And yeah. the only way we're getting him is if we get rid of Paul. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I liked what Whipple had to say the other day about he was talking to players. Was like, "Hey, you know, I'm probably gonna be gone after this year. So, yeah, unless Mickey gets in to write his coattails." Yeah, <laughs> so good. Like, just so blunt about it. Like, just real. That's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. He knows the situation. Yeah, yeah. And, and Leonard might be the same way, where he's just kind of like, "Well, fuck it." Well, I mean, I guess we'll see what happens. But right, you know, maybe he can parlay this into something, something else. So true. So that's gonna be an interesting. I think it's gonna be kind of a coaching battle between Wisconsin and Nebraska. You wonder if they'll yep. bring somebody on. I heard Bronco Mendenhall's name thrown around for. Jobs yeah. again, yeah, yeah. Well, that's because he, he actually, I think he said he He's, was interested. Yeah, he, he was said interested. he wants to get back into coaching. Yeah. yeah, and we mentioned that for the Nebraska. We liked him for the Nebraska job last year. I like Bronco Mendenhall. I do too. He can build as long, well as long as he brings Robert and E with him. That would be good. Yeah, that'd yeah. be real good. Yeah. <laughs> then Casey Thompson should stick around another year. Exactly. And then they'll be throwing fucking darts all over uh, the place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, well, Whipple's ass out of here and bring in a real <laughs> offensive coordinator. Let's give, see if uh, Scofro can form a whole league <laughs> yeah. by the end of the year. I yeah. mean, we're shaping up to be like, I, mean, I, I want to know how many coaches are fired like by this point in a given season, you know, by week fucking seven or whatever, six or whatever it is. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't think there's been this many coaches. No, 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 there, no, no there hasn't. Recent memory. No, there hasn't been. Here's a question Is this a year where the first time that I can remember. Where we see a coach leave a team before the end of the year, that would be cool, and go to a new spot. Let's let's say Leipold gets hired at Wisconsin. Does he leave like week nine? Like there's Bach Meyer the shit out of this, and this like <laughs> peace out his team like week fucking six. I mean, uh, I mean, could it happen? I don't know. I, I, there, that that con- the contract has to be because yeah, because I, I wonder what because then they the the coach 
or the team that's hiring has to buy out yeah. that contract at that point. So I don't know what. Yeah. I, don't, I, I have a feeling it's going to happen at some point. I mean, could. Yeah, it could. The volatility in college football has never been higher, and I love it. I'm here for it. Oh, awesome. Yeah, this is the year of chaos. It's, it's amazing. The Quest for Two. And I think we're starting to settle, uh, you know, on a team. We, we're narrowing down the field. You said um, it was separation Saturday. I think you were right. I, yeah, it really was. Definitely. We had, had a couple more teams um, eliminate themselves from contention. Georgia Tech uh, won beat Pitt. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Amazing. We never, we never thought that. Fire your coach. I know. We were all like, they're going to lose. That's yeah. stupid. They're going to get killed. Yeah. Fire your coach, though. And you had some coach effect. Hey, yeah. On the yeah. road. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck, yeah. man? <laughs> That's so crazy. College football is crazy. Th- this year has been just absolutely bonkers. Yeah. Uh, yeah Boston College beat Louisville. That's that's crazy for me too because Louisville is supposed to be a lot better. Because Boston College had like like 190 <laughs> yards of offense last week. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Oh man! So we're we're down to four contenders. Three of them are in the Pac-12. Pac-12 is <sighs> real top heavy. Top heavy. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that because you've got Oregon State, UCLA, USC, Utah, Oregon. Washington. Really just bottom shitty. Bottom half is bad, bad, bad. bad. But the top, the distribution. Half is but the distribution is is, is expansive because you got Fair. really good at yeah. the top, and you know what I mean. Like yeah. the variance in the conference between the bottom and the top yeah. is huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. That's true. So, yeah, so you have Arizona State, Stanford, and Colorado. Colorado defeated at this point. Yeah, Stanford and Arizona State both with one loss. I mean, Arizona State fired their coach. They haven't turned things around yet. <laughs> um, and then the last one, a uh, team with um, the Power Five win. <laughs> yep, they sure do. Yep, yep. Northwestern. Oh my! God. They could easily go one eleven. I mean, that's another surprise. Yeah, especially a little after, bit. Especially yeah. after the first week, we were like, "Well, oh, maybe we were. Maybe Kenny was right." And the and, and this, this is their good year. Yep. And then nope. nope. <laughs> this might be the, nope. this might be the year Fat Pat, Fat Fitzgerald Fat Fitzgerald, <laughs> fat Fitzgerald yep. gets fired. Yep. This might be the year they they fired Fat old Fat old Fatty <laughs> trim the fat. Fatty Fitzgerald <laughs> old Fatty P gets the fucking axe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, one other team got off the list, and they're t- the topic of our next segment. It took the pandemic for me to get into the cornhole. They gotta do their chew and chaw, dip the lip behind their mask, and then not forget to pull the mask before they spit in the cup. This shit's for real, guys. Welcome to the Red Kingdom. Yeah. Red Kingdom. Welcome to the Red Kingdom. Nebraska. So it opened at two and a half. Now Nebraska, a three-point favorite on the road. I thought it opened at a pick'em. I think. Oh, did it? Well, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I don't know. This according is what, to your, that's what Bovada. Had yeah. It. Must have okay. Yeah. Turn. Yeah. I saw some of the lines. It was pick'em right off, and then it jumped pretty quickly. It might not have picked up that early, 
early number. Uh, total 48 and a half DKIs, a, a fitting 7.5. I mean, it's a Friday <laughs> night. If you're sitting at home watching Nebraska on Friday night play Butgers, well, you're, you're me. Check yourself. Yeah. You're me. You have no and, and me. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be watching with my mom in Topeka. So I got you both beat. I mean, you're going to be true. battling that pregame Kansas traffic down there. That yeah. is true. No, no, no. It's in TCU. No, it's in, yeah. Oh, okay. uh, no. It's in. Are we no, sure? On the road this week. I think it's be. at. I think it's in. I think it's in. I think it's at TC. Uh, yeah, I think it's in, in Dallas. Okay. Anyway, anyway, but it wouldn't. It's in Topeka, so I, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be TCU's in Fort Worth. <clears throat> oh God, who gives a shit? It's the same fucking city. No, it isn't. There's there's a line that separates. It. Okay, great. <laughs> like some train tracks, <laughs> and you something. add Arlington in there too, because that's where the fucking Cal- <laughs> Cowboys play, and the Rangers, and the, the Rangers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Casey, I like your idea for a shirt design for Butgers. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, we got some good ones. It's just in the uh, yeah, I don't know if we say it. Yeah. Not. Okay. Oh, yeah. So it's a knight with just a looking like facing backward or facing you know with away. the back away okay. from us, and so his back is to us, and just got an absolute dump truck of an ass. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like turning his hand, his like, head like backwards, all coyly, like yeah. all coy, uh, being all coy, and like either putting his like hand up to his mouth, like, like ooh. ooh. Look! Stop looking at my butt, he's or a, or he's just winking. Just a big red knight with I, a big red ass. I don't know how you have a knight helmet wink, but I'm sure Dylan could figure we'll it out. We'll figure that out. You can have the visor. Yeah, up. The, yeah, the, yeah, the, the visor. Visor. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So, Casey, um, thoughts on Nebraska last week? This game? What do you think? Yeah. Uh, what's crazy is the win against Indiana was Nebraska's first win against an FBS opponent in 364 days. Oh. Okay. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Uh, this team found some confidence with that win last week. I, I mean, they were tied going into the fourth quarter, and then they dominated that quarter. Uh, defense. I think they. I think they had like eight three and outs throughout the whole game or something. Like it was crazy. Like the the defense really stepped up in the second half. Um, and when was the last time that happened? I, they I mean, last year, but because we had super seniors all over the damn field. Well, yeah, but they, but they still. I mean, like they still lost in the nine still games. lost in the fourth yeah. quarter, right? No, I know, but well, like Michigan State, they we, they shut them the fuck down yeah. last year. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. In that second half. Yeah, the defense played the yeah last year played really well. Yeah. But when was the last time we saw a Nebraska team win in the fourth quarter? Oh, I mean, it's been a while. Yeah, uh, Frost would have lost that game hands down. I think last week. Were there issues? Yes, but they finished, and that was finally what happened. Grant had 32 carries for 130 yards. Um, what's crazy is that we were watching it, and they showed the uh, the statistic that he had had 100 yards, and we were like, well, when did that happen? Like, yeah. like he had just been, like, they just kept giving him the ball. He never really broke away. He just chipped, he just kept chipping away. Yeah. Exactly. Apparently, um, Applewhite, the, co- the running back coach, like, they took him out, um, and they took him aside at halftime or on one of the defensive drives, and they told him, you know, to be more patient, and, and it paid off in the second half. He was running a lot better in the second half. So there was actual coaching going on, which is nice. Um, I think a, I think a big moment, too, was um, after those couple of um, unsportsmanlike conduct penalties in Corcoran, that could have been a moment where things just completely fell apart. Right. right? Like, like I think in games past and years past, that would have they like would have folded. Yeah, but I I mean I have to hand it to Joseph and the and the coaching staff for keeping keeping a level head. I mean he chewed Corcoran's ass off. Yeah, right. would, well, rightfully, rightfully so. so yeah. You know, I mean all that was a weak ass sure punch. Yeah, penalty whatever. Yeah, but you know is and he right you know he shouldn't have done it at that time. But you know but he held them together. So yeah, yeah. Bush had the defense flying around and the tackling was way better this week. Uh, Buckers was has has kind of been hit by the injury bug at quarterback. Uh, they were down to their third stringer last week, and we really don't know who's going to play in this one. Vedro might, 
Um, but Can't we believe Vedral's still there. I know. That's, that's crazy. Uh, we just don't know. I do think... It's like Sam Hartman. Like, Sam Hartman's <laughs> yeah. still playing. Yeah. You know that? Like yeah. He's like a fucking... He's like 94 years old. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I do think Mickey's approach is is actually turning this team a little bit. He gives them confidence while still coaching them hard. They're taking kids out when they're struggling, letting them see it from the sideline, and then letting them go back in and see the play, and like see the play, see them play better. Uh, the last staff would have just sat him on the bench for the rest of the season. <laughs> um, look, I'm not saying Mickey's the guy, but just noticing the difference between a coach that cares and one that doesn't. Are you can see the players. Like, yeah, you yeah, the, yeah. Did you see that, you see that post-game yeah. thing with Trev? Oh, like, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's so telling to me because there's not been one player that's given it, said anything that's, about firing Frost. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And, like, they just, and they rallied around Trev and Mickey. Yeah. You got you to gotta wonder how toxic like, yeah. that culture That's what I think, too. Was. Yeah, I mean, it has to be. I mean, it, he, just didn't, he just didn't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. He was never there, didn't give a shit. Wow. Yeah. Um, and anyway, I think the Huskers uh, can get another one here. The O-line is going to have to continue continue to improve. Bucker's defense is pretty decent, actually, especially against the run. Um, but Huskers winning cover 28-17. What do we think of that uh, decision to um, pull Thompson when Purdy came in and shit the bed? <laughs> probably um, wasn't, probably was the wrong time, right decision, wrong time. Yeah. Kind of yeah. situation. I don't, I don't mind putting a guy, sitting, sitting a guy down like Casey was saying, if, he, if he's struggling and just give him some time to like get his head in the game. But when you're on your own like four yard line, <laughs> yeah. that's you just you're setting him up for that was a bad coaching decision. Yeah, it was, and, and that's one of those things where if they lose that game, that's all right. people were talking right. about, right? Exactly. Just like the onside like, kick. I was just gonna say it's the same thing yeah. as the onside kick. It's just that like this one worked out in our favor. Yeah, but I mean, there's there's been way more the other way in the last right. know, four years that we talk about all those things because they keep ending up being right. such key moments. So you're right that was, that wasn't a good coaching decision. No, it was terrible. And, and that would and that would have been, been enough. And that would have been another sorry. That would have been another game killer. Yeah, oh, for yeah. this team, if it were Frost would have been the coach. Oh, oh yeah, could be. yeah, could be. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and again, you know, kudos to the staff for keeping their heads high and 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 some they showed some resilience throughout the game. So, yeah, yeah. Dingus. Uh, so the Kingus and the Dingus were fucking dialed in yeah. on this one. Both uh, teams, th- both teams did what exactly the data said they should do. I think the Kingus was off by five total points on the final score, and the Dingus had it as a fourteen point uh, Nebraska win. So, yeah, the models are kind of meh about the outcome because they're like, that's what we predicted. Husker fans are understandably drunk because they, uh, I, mean, I might still be drunk actually <laughs> from Saturday because, you know, I've heard, I've heard all this shit about winning the West yeah, now. I mean, yeah. fucking LOL, well, Nebraska fans. Illinois is going to win the West. Yeah. So, I mean, oh, yeah. No yeah. shit. Yeah. No shit. They're going to run away with it. I will say Mickey Joseph did beat market expectations for the first time. So, hey, for this job. podcast, congratulations. A little, job, golf, Mickey. little golf club. That's what we want to see. Wins are irrelevant, but covers are uh, <laughs> net, mandatory. So thank you, Mickey. The thing is, is, though, the offense was deceptively horrible and inefficient in this game. And I, and I think I think it bears out in the statistics, and when you, especially you know, in the run game in particular. And it was the defense that really saved your ass, like you, like you pointed out. But here's, here's a couple of statistics I'm going to throw out. Nebraska held Indy to a success rate of just 33%. That's down in, like, UMass and Temple territory. Nebraska has not held anyone to that success rate even close, yeah, right. Yeah. So that's a huge yep. change, yeah. Uh, and maybe more impressive, we had a stuff rate of twenty one percent. That's the percentage of times you stop uh, an opponent behind or at the line. We're usually around twelve to fifteen percent, bottom of the league, good, good for about a hundredth actually in the nation. We were twenty one percent in this game. That's top twenty five defensive material. Nice with just getting rid of fucking Chenander. Yeah. My point is, is like Frost and Whipple's often stayed, you know, more or less the same. Maybe had a slightly below average game in the in the running game in terms of efficiency. Dramatic change though on the defensive side of the ball. If this game's any indication, I think I think it'll show you know over time just just what a charlatan 
Chenander was. And, and I think we just have to really thank him for, for sucking so badly that, that he got frost fired for us. Like, yeah. so this is on, so the Chenander might be like a unsung hero of, yeah. of Nebraska lore. He got fucking du- dipshit out of here, fucking back of the golf course, getting drunk with his fucking bowling team. Um, anyway, sorry. As my rant is over, far as Butkers goes, their offense is anywhere from 80th to 128th, depending on what stat you're yeah. interested in looking at. Yeah. Suffice to say, I would have laughed when the Dingus spit out a score of 33 to 10 if Chenander was still here. <laughs> but I'm not so sure. Uh, you know, t- 10's probably too low, but, but that D held Indy to 14. I mean, they scored 21, but yeah. one of them was a was that was that uh, defensive touchdown. So they held them to 14 yeah. points. I don't see why they can't do the same thing to Butkers. I think Nebraska wins and covers 33 to 14. Yeah. Yeah, first time on the road. Uh, I don't know if that's a factor. Mm. Uh, besides, you know, besides um, Ireland, but like first road, road game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Road game. Yeah. Um, you know, Piscataway is never an easy place to play. Yeah. I got to deal with all the all the uh, air pollution and everything. <laughs> and, and nobody there. <laughs> nobody there. Just yeah. Crickets and <laughs> all the yeah. echoes. <laughs> the, ec- the, the ghosts of... <laughs> <laughs> Scarlet Knight Stadium, whatever the hell they call it. Uh, yeah, th- but I think they do win and cover Tough Road, win 27-19 Huskers. James Madison University at Arkansas State. And James Madison on the road. Uh, opened at 10.5, now 11.5, total 55.5. So Vegas predicting another... Pretty decisive victory here. Uh, what is this DKI of 7.5? Bullshit. It's 1.0. Oh, 1.0. Motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> it's must it. watch. It's must watch. Must, must watch. watch. It's probably ESPN Plus again. Nope. Nope. It's primetime on the NFL Network. Oh, that's right. I did yeah. see that. Yep. I did see that. Yes. All right. So finally, you don't have to use your modem. You can <laughs> <laughs> use your old Spectrum cable connection to watch this one if you have the premium package. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Casey. Do the Dukes, the Fight Madison, stay undefeated? Oh, and get a win over the Red Wolves. Yeah, I think so. Something has to happen here. Something has to give here, though. Both these teams are undefeated against the spread, which is kind of interesting. Uh, Fighting Madison's kind of surprised me last week with no real letdown, so that's fantastic coaching right there. Madison's offense is pretty balanced and playing really well, but the defense, my God, only allowing 47.5 rush yards a game. I don't care who you're playing. That is ridiculous. Especially because you're blowing teams out and you're putting in your scrubs to play their... Garbage time should get you 100 yards. Yeah, exactly. Right? Um, The Red Wolves have been in every game minus the Ohio State, so this won't be quite as, as easy as a game as some will have you believe but I do think the defense and the running game of the Madisons should be able to shut down Arkansas State in the second half although I would like the Madisons to use their running backs a little more in the running game. Centeo is their leading rusher right now and only has seven less carries than the leading back Latriel Palmer. So Madisons remain undefeated and perfect against the spread. Madison 35-17. Are they really going to deny James Madison a bowl or a conference championship if they go 9 or 3 and better? And what happens when they beat Louisville in a month? I mean, that rule is just so fucking stupid. Well, well at this point, it looks like they'll be favored against Louisville. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Well, I read, I read they can apply for a waiver if they get seven. Oh, okay. And and it's, it's, it's unclear, because it's never happened before. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's sure. unprecedented. Yeah. But 
Um, but they could they could definitely get that waived. Okay. So there's a there's a slow, glimmer of hope. Yes. That they could have a postseason if if they get that if they get to seven, which I think they will. Oh, dude. I think oh, they'll get seven. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't get easier from this point yeah, out. Yeah. The, the Sun Belt. The Sun Belt gets their their schedule yeah, gets a little harder with some of those harder Sun Belt. And teams. that's true. But they're but they're playing fucking top of well, the. I mean, they, they yeah. beat App State. They beat App State. I mean, they beat App State. So, so you, if you can beat them, you can beat the you can beat fucking Louisiana. They they moved up to They play Marshall, Old Dominion, Georgia. Southern Old Dominion's not as good as 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 we think. Yeah, um, and and they have Coastal. Their last game of the year is yeah. Coastal. They moved up to thirty fourth in the S and P S P plus yeah. rankings this week from like seventieth to thirty fourth. Yeah. yeah, because he's getting more data in on this exactly. year, and he's and he's yeah. yeah, the data starting to recognize how absolutely unbelievable that defense is. I mean, it's um, it is ab- it is top. It, I mean, I know it sounds crazy to say this, but it is a top. It is a legitimate top twenty defense. Yes. Oh, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. And maybe, and maybe higher. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm not talking. Yeah, and, and maybe not against like, like your Ohio, Ohio State States, or Bama. But anybody but that's below. It's a you know a below a that median P five team or lower. Yeah, and maybe even higher than that. I was going to say like if, if you're not in that upper like decile of offenses in the in the Power Five, Madison's will shut you down. Yep. I fucking guarantee yep. it. Anyway. Uh, I, I I love this shit so much, dude. This is so fun. Um, it's it's crazy they gave up 13 points. I mean, that's but it was a little misleading. I wasn't expecting him to. Yeah, it, it was the, the it's bullshit. It was bullshit. The they scored. Uh, who was it? A Texas State house yep. one with yeah. uh, with no time remaining on the fucking clock. By the way, the, the, the total we had was 52 and a half. And, the, and that ended up being making it 53. 53 yeah. Oh, so somebody oh. got stomped on the nuts on that one. Uh, anyway, it's another road game for the Mads. They struggled against App State early on, but the atmosphere in Jonesboro won't be anything like it was in Boone. Boone was yeah. crazy. Yeah. I think the, I think, and plus, you know, they have that under their belt. So I think they're going to settle into it. I think JMU wins and covers in fine fashion, as usual, 35 17 Mads. You know, I was, I was reading that that rule was put into place for ineligibility because, you know, when teams make that jump, most of the time, they're not completely prepared. But I was reading yeah. that James Madison has been preparing for this jump for like five years. They were offered they before, were offered, they were, yeah. and they shut it down. And they said, no, we're not ready. Yeah. And they were like, and then they decided as an athletic department, let's get ready uh-huh. to make that jump. And they did. You know, they got the, and they got a ton of transfers. Yeah. I think this. They've improved coaching, their facilities. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens to Signetti and his, and his offensive defensive coordinator next year because I think this staff starts to get poached by some, you know, ACC, yeah. SEC teams. I think, I think, you know, Signetti could be setting himself up for, for a pretty impressive job. I hope he stays there. Yeah. I'd I love know, for him yeah. to stay there and just yeah. ride that to. To a, a to, to be, five to be in the ACC, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> you know, it you, like this is year number three. We've been on the fight, in Madison's bandwagon. Yeah. Year three or four, something like that. Yeah. Riding high, loving life, and now <laughs> fools want to notice this unstoppable juggernaut. It's like, I come know. on, guys. It's sort of like when you're favorite when you've known the band for yeah. since they were like their first yeah. album, and now they're like a huge like, band, and everyone's seeing them. Like I remember, like when when Semisonic came out with Closing Town, <laughs> right. I was like, oh yeah, I know those guys. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we've been listening to those guys for yeah. years. Yeah, exactly. Like Bare Naked Ladies, same right. thing. You know, I can Turnpike True. Same thing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, trendsetters. The, the question I have is, do our backs look like bandwagons? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess they do. I guess they, so. everyone follows us into the shit we like. Yeah, they do. Uh, Thirty-eight seventeen. Madison's win and cover. Iowa at Illinois. Okay, one more thing about James Madison. Okay. <laughs> can't keep him they, I mean, they were good before Signetti got there. Well, that's yeah. they won a that's national true. championship before Signetti yeah, got that's there. True. That's yeah. true. That's true. Anyway, all right. Well, let's move on to Iowa at Illinois. Uh, down to three and a half points for Illinois. Huh. Okay. <laughs> Total. 
Is that a number? Yeah. Is that a negative number? <laughs> 35 and a half? Yep. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> DKI 7.4. God, Casey. Yeah. Why do you hate us? Oh, uh, because. Uh, Bert out Wisconsin, Wisconsin last week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then Chris got fired. So no let's go, Bert. Let's go, Bert. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe Iowa will fire Ferentz after this. <laughs> maybe Bert's just a fucking wrecking ball <laughs> of coaching. Just comes in and destroys Big Ten coaches. Yeah. That's He's like, good. you guys just lost Bert. You're yeah. fired. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the reason why I like Illinois this week is that the game plan doesn't change for Iowa. Do the exact same thing you did against Whiskey and you'll blow out Iowa. And uh, that's what I think they'll do. Uh, although I, Iowa did score 14 last week against Michigan. So mm. maybe the offense Ugh. is turning around. Wait. Wait, I'm getting a report here saying that the last touchdown for Iowa came with eight seconds left. So never mind. Uh, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Um, I think they'll. Illinois is going to stop the run, and that's the only thing that Iowa has even close. <laughs> and that's not even that good. Yeah, and they'll just wear down that. They're going to wear down that defense because they're yeah. just going to run it down their throat. Yep. And uh, and and Iowa's terrible. So Illinois twenty-eight to three. I do think. I think the under is in play oh, here. Fuck yeah! It I is. think the under oh, is in yeah. play here. So. Absolutely, it was in play. It was in play when it was thirty-five the last time. Yeah, yep. I know. And yep. you know, it's always in play. Under is always in play when I was it Iowa Buckers that like yeah. happened to go over because there was like eighteen different like defensive scores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It was like but nine it was, safeties and was like, fourteen punt returns. Yeah, you're just like, oh well, okay, and it still barely went over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I tweeted out today. Iowa has nine trips to the red zone in five games. Oh my god. And they have seven total touchdowns yeah. on the year. Offensive, yeah. offensive, touchdowns? offensive, offensive touchdowns. Yeah. That's one point eight a game. I think they have like six defensive or special teams touchdowns. <laughs> uh, and not to be outdone, Iowa State's offense. I took the O out of Iowa State because their their offense is a hundred and second at two touchdowns per game on average. Yeah. But not to be outdone, Clarad and Clarad <laughs> State are somehow worse than both of them offensively. That's insane. That's fucking insane. So it's a battle between Iowa and Clarad to see which state is the <laughs> shittiest of football. Nebraska's just in between. It's <laughs> yeah, like going, what the fuck, guys? <laughs> anyway, I don't see how Iowa wins, and I'm and I'm not scared of that under at all. Like I said, sixteen to ten, a lion eye. Yeah, I had the birds one in twenty one thirteen in this one. Um, and that I, one goes under. Yeah, even yeah, twenty one thirteen is like holy. That's a shit ton of points. <laughs> but it's not. Uh, yeah, I mean, Bielema. I mean, I he's just. He's just a solid coach. He coaches Big Ten football. Yep. He knows how to win Big Ten games, and that's why they hired him, and I think it was a brilliant hire. Yep. yep. They, they should have hired him instead of Riley here. Yeah, definitely. Yep. I'll take Bert. Bert. UNLV, San Josie State. And this this game was not on the DKI worst of the week. I don't know what the DKI was uh, is on this one. Uh, uh, I'll the, tell you. The Spartans of San Jose State playing host to the UNLV running Rebs. Total or, or spread five and a half for San Jose State. Total of fifty and a half. DKI seven point six. Okay. Wow, that's actually like the same as Nebraska Butkers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> All right, so maybe it's not that shitty. It's it's a slightly below average, which is where I like them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had sex with a ten, but one time I fucked five twos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little Carlin for you. <laughs> so uh, speaking of below average, another below average week for the Kangas, six and six on the total category, fifty one percent on the year. So it's been very meh. I'm um, a slight money loser. Um, hopefully it'll turn it around. Uh, like I said, I was a little worried this would be the DK game of the week. Apparently not. <laughs> There's a lot shittier games. Um, There's worse, believe it or not. So UNLV is off to a 4-1 and one start. Mm-hmm. They might actually end up contending for the Mountain West Mountain 
title. Okay. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, their uh, one loss in the season was the Cow in week two. Now, on paper, the Rebels have been putting up some nice numbers on offense. Uh, but in their last three wins, they faced defenses all in the bottom half in defensive yards per game. Oh. The top one was 62. The other ones were like 92nd, 103rd, just super low. Um, San Jose State, on the other hand, has looked pretty competent on D. Right now, the Spartans are 33rd nationally in yards per play and 20th in points per game, second uh, behind Air Force in the Mountain West in points per game um, given up. Um, you know what they can't do? They cannot move the fucking ball against anyone. Yeah. Their last two games uh, were against the 92nd and 103rd um, um, defensive teams in the country in terms of points per game. Uh, so, I mean, they scored over 30, but they were just playing dog shit teams. They also held those two teams under 300 yards of total offense. Wow. So I think the defenses win the day. I think UNLV wins a close one, but but I like the under here as my mm-hmm. play. I think the the Kangas had like 23 to 23 or something like okay. that. Okay, so, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Kenny, you just said that they can't move the ball. They had 456 yards of offense last week against Wyoming. Yeah. Yeah. But like they you can. said, as a, as a, that, you know, you can we, move the ball against shitty teams. 90, yeah, 90 seconds. Yeah. I mean, cool. Hundred and third, hundred and third team. But if you if you run up against a good defense, that, that I guess. Means oh, okay. I see. I see you're saying. I see you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was looking. I was like, what? They're, they okay. Uh, UNLV uh, being four and one is a little surprising to me. Like you said, Dennis putting up some good numbers though. Uh, both teams uh, only lost one, uh, only lost by one score to their power five opponents. UNLV is susceptible to the pass, and that's what the Spartans like to do. So I think the Spartans are uh, able to overwhelm the Rebels with their passing game. Spartans thirty one twenty one. UNLV is a surprise to you, maybe, but I told you preseason to take them over <laughs> four and a half. They were extremely unlucky last year, and they were very young, and that's why I thought maybe they'd have a decent turnaround this year. And Arroyo's a good recruiter. Uh, he was a good recruiter to Oregon. So, you know, in, in, in like the COVID year, whatever, yeah. they had a really bad year. So I think we kind of kind of skews your, your perception of him. Uh, but you can't sleep on San Jose State either. They've covered every game against FBS opponents. They're actually beating the spread by an average of 17 points per game. That's that's as good as TCU. So there is like they're market beaters. Mm-hmm. You know they're 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 blowing expectations out of the water. I think it's a close game. San Jose State wins but doesn't cover 28-26. Tennessee at Louisiana State University. All right, opened at Tennessee three and a half, down to three now. Total is 63 and a half. DKI three point three. This is our top. DKI game of the week, so you want to watch this one. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's extremely unusual for me to pick a game with a DKI score of 3.3. <laughs> Justin getting in your ear again. Like, <laughs> I don't dude, know what's going on here. Shitty games. I try to stay away from decent football as, as best I can, um, but it feels very rusy to me, and that intrigued me about this game. Yeah. Uh, if the website vsin.com is to be believed in. Sounds legit. <laughs> right. Well, actually, there's a few pros, like, I, like spanking some others I was reading. The reason I picked this one was because like they're the ones that said like they're the when they when they talk about the handle and the percentage of wagers yeah. you know the how, where the money is and where the wagers are they're like everything's bullshit except for like these couple websites and this was one of the ones that the pros said they trusted okay okay so fine i mean we'll go with it but they said 79% of the handle that's the bets is on Tennessee shouldn't be surprising but you know every swing and dick in the world is taking is taking the vols uh, but the line will not budge so in, fact, means... in fact, it's come down half a point off the opener. That has to scare you. Yeah. Right? I mean, when the books are taking on all kinds of risk and not moving the line when four out of five bettors are on the Vols, 
And the books are risk God, averse. That is weird. That is weird because you you'd think it would it would move, but they're just like nope. They're just like give me your money. Yeah, they're like give cool. me all the fucking money. He, he, yeah, you want to bet? Fine, we're not moving the line. What so. do they know? And exactly. why won't they budget? So that's why I was like, I got to dig into these numbers because you know I got to see if this ruse can take shape. And I think it does on the surface. I think most people are going to tell you how much better the Vols' offense is than than LSU's. And yes, they're very good, but these teams are actually quite a bit similar offensively in many key metrics. And so the gap offensively is not quite what you think it might be when you adjust for like a, with their opponents they played, especially because Tennessee's numbers have come against weaker weaker teams. LSU has wins over Mississippi, Mississippi State and Auburn, while well, and while Florida was an okay win for Tennessee, Pitt just lost to fucking Georgia Tech. Yeah, and that yeah. was one of their key wins that would make you sort of feel like. You know, yeah. th- th- they were Im- sort of impressive because that was a big, high-scoring game. Remember? Yeah. Yep. Yep. That was I think went to overtime. So I don't know. That doesn't look quite as good for Tennessee. So I don't know. Adjusting for these opponents, the offenses aren't very different. That's my point. But the key difference is that LSU has a significantly better defense. Uh, this is going to be a much better game, I think, than most betters believe. I'm not going to let Vegas trick me. I don't think you should either, Legion. LSU wins this one, thirty-three, thirty. You got to imagine there's like some like line setter, like right. bollies or something. Like we don't touch that fucking line. Like, do not move it. Do, don't don't move, move it. it. Take they, their money because these casinos have risk management fucking yeah. departments. Yeah, yeah. That, like, they probably tra- have risk management algorithms. Yes, and, and yeah. they probably have like confidence in the lines. Yeah, you know, where like some have wiggle room or yeah. will budge. Well, and they also like when when better when sharp betters come in and, and like you know early money start or the early sharp money or whatever is on LSU. They're like. Don't budge the line because all the sharps are betting LSU. So we'll just take as much fucking action as we can on on the fucking on the, yeah. on, the on the one we we want them to because they're not going to expose themselves if they if they don't have to. Yeah, well, consider me one of those people. <laughs> uh... well, just because sharps bet away doesn't mean they're right. Yeah, yeah, no. Because no, even no. sharps are wrong. Yeah. 46% of the time. Sure, sure. Yeah, no, uh, I think it's going to be an outstanding game to start out the Saturday. It's at 11 a.m. I think Tennessee got really lucky. In that way, because Tiger Stadium at 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. is not Tiger Stadium at 7 p.m. That is very That's true. That's a great point. Yeah. So um, LSU was impressive on defense in their win against Mississippi State, but the all's offense, I feel, is a different animal. They averaged 560 yards per game. They had 575 yards against Florida two weeks ago. LSU gave up 438 yards against Auburn last week, yeah. but got lucky to force four turnovers. See, that's the kind of thing that gets me. That's what. That's how. That's how I make my bets. Yeah, you know, I was looking for shit like that. So that's a tick in the ball in the balls corner. Yeah, tickle in the balls corner. Tickle, tickle my balls in the corner. <laughs> I think it's what it's. It's pretty close. Sorry, yeah, pretty close. Uh, Vols offense is better than Auburn's, and I think the Vols blow out the Tigers, especially since they've had a bye week last week to prepare for Another this good game. Point, yeah. Vols big forty five twenty eight over is definitely in play. Oof. Yeah, that's a really good point about the the time of this game. I think that's an interesting point. I, you gotta you gotta wonder what like LSU and Tennessee fans are thinking that game day went to, to Lawrence this week. <laughs> <laughs> like here we are, LSU Tennessee, like yeah. a stored matchup, you know, rivalry, blah blah blah, and they go to Lawrence nice. for TCU Kansas. It's awesome. It is awesome. I'm I'm glad that ESPN is recognizing that there's a bigger yeah, there's a bigger college football world out there than just the power F- five. Yeah, that power five, power SEC. five, just Big Ten and SEC. There's a lot more teams. Great football. They got yeah. in App State. Now they're in, in Lawrence. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe they'll end up in you know Idaho next week. They went something. to App State one week too early, though. Yes, they yes. did. They yeah. did. And they went to yeah. Kansas one week too late. Too yep. late. Yeah. Yep. yep. Should have been there for Duke. Yep. Yep. Kansas. Yep. All right. Uh, yeah, I think Tennessee though. I think they can go in there, uh, handle the business. Thirty nine twenty eight Tennessee. Nice. I like that score. Lightning round. Texas A and M at Alabama. Alabama. 
at home, 24-point favorites. Different team at home than they've been on the road this year. 51.5 total. DKI, 5.5. Casey. Are the Tamu, 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 I don't know. Texas A&M boosters really going to fork up the $95 million to buy out Jimbo? I keep telling you, they're liquidating their, their uh, oil assets <laughs> yeah. as we speak. They're part of OPEC. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bama proved last week that they don't need Bryce Young to throw for big numbers to cover as they ran for 317 yards against Arkansas Jesus last week. Christ. They had two 70-yard touchdowns in the fourth quarter last week to fucking push that game that I had high points on to <laughs> have Arkansas not cover. Fucking bullshit. Tied at another nail to Jimbo's coffin. Bama, big, 52-21. I think Tama's going to be better at shutting down the run without Bryce Young. I think that offense is going to be a little bit more limited against the Aggies. Uh, 38-19 Bama, so Texas A&M covers. Yeah, Bama's defense looked, defense looked a little susceptible for the first time all year uh, in that game against Arkansas. Yeah, but they have, K.J. Jefferson's a whole different animal than whoever the fuck yeah. Tamu's going to put out there for quarterback. Well, and that's true, and that's why I don't think Tamu's offense is going to be much of a problem. Yeah. Um, but I do think people over will kind of overreact to Mississippi State's 18-point eight win over the Aggies because they, they won the turnover battle 4-1. to one. And There's just a lot of fluky shit that happened to the Aggies. I think their defense is still good and, and can and can and, uh, keep Bama controlled a little bit. 35-17 is what the final score is for the Dingus. Utah at UCLA. UCLA remained perfect with a win over Washington. Four-point favorites now opened at 3.5. Oh, Utah's four-point favorites. Excuse me. 65 total DKI. Nice 4.3 this one. Yeah, this is another. This is a must-watch game. Late, totally. Oh no, it's a two thirty game. It's two thirty, so it's not even late, which is stupid. This game should be fucking packed over after dark. Um, anyway, both of these teams were super impressive last week. Uh, I, uh, I'm sorry, I picked against UCLA last <laughs> week. Yeah. Uh, although Washington did come back in that game a little bit, so um, I do like Utah's defense to be able to slow down DTR, who has been really good when he is healthy this year. Utah wins and barely covers and a really fun game to watch. Utes, 35-28. I think UCLA has USA next week. No, they, don't, they play. Oh, no, no, they Oregon next week. Yeah, yeah Oregon. So, yeah. Murder's Row. Yeah, this, yeah, this Murder's Row is it's a tough three games to stretch. Um, I think Utah gets the win here, 34-31. Yeah, close and high scoring, just like the DKI likes it. 32-31, this is kind of a reprise of last week's. We had a, we had a 31-30 victory for UCLA. So yeah. yeah. This upper echelon is t- tight and close, which... Like, like to be tight and close. Mm. <laughs> I think. The Red River Shootout. <laughs> Oklahoma versus Texas. <laughs> uh, it's the Red River rivalry. They don't talk about guns. Never. 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 <laughs> Seven point Texas favorites opened at six. Total 65 and a half. DKI 4.2. It's getting low. Uh, so this is the only game in the Big 12 not to have a ranked team Crazy. in it. Crazy. Huh. Yeah. Who would have thought that at the beginning of the year? I don't know. Because the Big 12 is so fucking good. Yeah. They are they Like are the good. whole top to bottom. Yes. Top to fucking bottom, they're all they're fucking good. good. I wouldn't want to yeah. play West Virginia. No. no. I wouldn't uh, want to play nope. Oklahoma State. No. I wouldn't. Nobody. Nobody. Uh, we don't know who's going to play quarterback for the Sooners. Uh, Gabriel was in concussion protocol, and I think the second stringer got hurt last week, too. TCU really did a number on them. And their defense has given up 96 points in the last two games. So, yeah, Longhorns win pretty comfortably 41-21. I have finally discovered why the Kangas sucks so bad this year. Uh, Bill Connolly's S&P Plus. (laughs) 
has <laughs> Texas and Oklahoma Dude, <laughs> fifth and sixth in the country. <laughs> this is the only team with unranked Big Twelve oh, teams, but man. they're number five and number six in, in the in the S and P yeah. Plus. Holy shit, Bill. Anyway, I, this one always seems to do the opposite of what's expected. Thirty-one uh, twenty-four Tejas. You stole my fucking thunder. Yeah. I was about to say Texas is back. Then, <laughs> like you said, they're fifth in the nation. If you're to believe fucking college football Twitter statisticians, <laughs> which I guess I am. Nobody, nobody but, named Sil Bonnelly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to steal your thunder. It's okay. Today. I just want to say fucking LOL, Bill. <laughs> like you're, you're <laughs> fucking, you're, you're S&P Plus. First of all, your S&P Plus has been um, probably adopted so widely that it's already baked into the college football lines, which may be one reason the king is yeah. is, is deteriorating. Mm-hmm. The second one might be because it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, this should be a barber, though. As usual, 34, 32, 4. Just remember in the same episode where we applauded GMU being 34th, <laughs> we're now <laughs> right. chastising him for having... So part of it Thanks works. There's, there's, there's something broken in it. In though. the middle, it works. Yeah. yeah. At the top, you put those two at the top, and after well, you got fucking blown out by Kansas <laughs> yeah. State. Like, bye. Whoops. Texas Christian at Kansas. Wait, I have a. You know, I, I have to interrupt. What, yeah. You know the thing is, we have to do. I, th- I I mentioned this in our group chat. We have. I think. I think the problem with Bill Conley's model is he's factoring in the Nebraska game for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have to treat Nebraska like they're an FCS team and cut, cut them out. out. Yeah. That, that's probably a good point. I mean, where where is Northwestern in the? They're probably too high. They're probably way too high. Where's Georgia? They're eighty eighth. Yeah. Northwestern's eighty eighth. Yeah, what I'm, the fuck? I bet. I bet Georgia Southern's too high too. <laughs> what What was my stat that I that it, that I tweeted out that? Um, it, Teams that have played Nebraska have not. They haven't won a, their second their game after. No, the, they, they've the, only won like five total games. Yeah, four over FBS. Teams. Four total yeah. FBS wins and against teams zero, that are not named Nebraska. Right, and yeah. zero Power Five wins against teams that are not named Nebraska. Yeah. So before we, this last. That's week. what I'm saying. We, I think you have to treat Nebraska like they're like a mid-tier FCS school and cut them out of your data, <laughs> like That'll Elon or something. We need to tweet. We need to tweet I'm going to tweet Bill Collins. Like I'd see what the probably your model is. Yeah, you should definitely do that. Georgia Southern is 85th, by the way. Way too high. Way too high. Okay, anyway, this is supposed to be the lightning round. Uh, Kansas uh, at home. This is TCU at Kansas. Are we sure it's not in? Yeah, it's North? at Kansas because you just you just said they're going. Game day is going to Lawrence. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so you will be watching the game with your mom close to close to the action down there, Rich. Sweet. Uh, seven point favorites. TCU opened at five and a half. Total sixty eight. DKIP Yeah, David Booth Stadium, bro. Okay. David Booth okay, Memorial fine. Stadium. Fuck off. Yeah. Speaking of ranked Big Twelve teams, <laughs> both of these teams are ranked. Crazy. Weird. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Uh, this is gonna be another fun one, and it's at eleven on FS1. Why are all these good God games at eleven? There's not leaving anything else later. Anyway, Dyke says that TCU offense rolling, which I was, I'm was i a little surprised. I thought it would take a little bit longer. Kansas pass defense is just meh. I do think there's a ton of scoring in this one. And uh, Kansas quarterback Jalen, right? Jalen Daniels. Yep, Jaylen right? Daniels. He's an absolute stud, so I think he keeps him in it a little bit. Horny Toads win and cover 45-35. Love the over. 
yeah, I mean, they proved they could win with defense last week. I mean, I, I, Iowa State's Iowa State offense isn't exactly um, anything <laughs> at all. Yeah. But, I mean, 11 points. Yeah. 40-31, uh, TC wins and gives yeah. Kansas their first loss of yeah. the season. This is actually a really fun quarterback matchup because Duggan, is, as I mentioned before, is the best quarterback in the country in a lot of key metrics. And Daniels is not far behind either. I wonder what happens to both of these offenses when those quarterbacks go. You sure. That's yeah. you, a lot of talent to replace. Yeah. There will be absolutely no defense in this one. 40 to 37, horny toads. Duggan, uh, Iowa product. Northern Iowa. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, Iowa Western, right? Was that Iowa Western? I think okay. Iowa yeah. Western. Yeah, you're right. DKI Game of the Week. Hawaii at San Diego State. Oh. You need like one of those horror screams in there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> doing one. Just the dude vomiting. Yeah. New guy, I'm hurl. new guy in the corner puking his guts up. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the Rainbow Warriors <laughs> taking on the Aztecs, fitting in this one. 21-point spread has not moved with a total of 48. Wow. Yo. DKI, 9.2. Oh, my God. That's enough to oh create God. a create an earthquake that will create a tsunami that wipes out Hawaii. Yep, that's exactly right. Bus is not safe. No, no. he is not. <laughs> no, he isn't, yeah. Uh... Somebody talk about this one, I guess. Uh, ironically enough, College Football Jesus is going to be in Hawaii oh, this weekend. So he's and, really not safe. And won't be able to save us from this one. It's really too bad is it's not in Hawaii, and we could have made him go to the game. <laughs> like, oh, you had to go oh, to the game. Just make, like, force him to buy tickets. Like, buy tickets and, like, make like, him. Yeah, but I'll buy your tickets for you, dude. Dude. <laughs> but it's in San Diego, so it's in the whale's vagina. <laughs> um... <laughs> Agree to disagree. <laughs> German, I believe. <laughs> but I guess so. I guess the next best thing is Dirty Kenny has to save our souls from this one. Yeah. So good luck with that one, Kenny. Aztecs like thirty-five twelve. Eleven o'clock game. <laughs> yeah. what is this? I doubt you can, it. You can it's live probably tweet. a late. No, I was thinking. Yeah, it's it's nine thirty yeah. p.m. Central. You can live tweet this from your Italian leather sofas. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> what about a cake song? <laughs> That's what I've been calling you my whole life. It's my favorite cake song. <laughs> That's your new nickname. That's not just Dennis anymore. It's Cake Song. Yeah, Cake Song. <laughs> Dennis Cake Song. Dennis Cake Song Morton Pants. <laughs> I feel like I'm a Native American. I've like, <laughs> finally found my true name. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Timmy Chang. Yikes. Yikes. Timmy. Got a lot of work to do. Timmy. Timmy. Uh, 27, 10, and 10 might even be too much for Hawaii Aztecs. Uh, well... For San Diego State, it's the 122nd offense oh versus the 123rd ranked defense. Uh, and for Hawaii, it's the 123rd ranked offense against the 59th ranked defense. Hawaii's only hope it would be like if Casey said, if it was in Hawaii and, and college football, Jesus could somehow miracle their asses to victory. Alas, Aztecs win 33-21. Wow, 20, you think Hawaii's going to get 21 points? That's against the... Wow. Well, I guess 59th ranked defense. That's yeah, pretty yeah, good. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not bad. Solid. And they're yeah. gonna they're gonna run the ball a lot. 123rd yeah. ranked. They, they probably won't. They probably won't actually throw the ball at all. Actually, San Diego State. I think I over think under one, ten passes. Yeah, I think they had one game where they had like it was like Army Navy kind of style. Like they only threw the ball like eight or ten times. Yeah. That might be worth watching. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be ugly <laughs> and disgusting. Oh, he's talking himself into it. Can I can I record it? No, and then watch it. No, you have to, no, you Sunday have to, morning. Or no, something? you have to watch it live. Yeah, because you got to live tweet it. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, you're not going to save our souls. Yeah, otherwise our souls don't get saved. I'll make no promises. You're all going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's probably true, but... Yeah. Um, okay, well, we're done. We are done. Can I go home now? Hey, UCF beat SMU today, uh, 41-19. Yeah, pretty bad. What? 
They walloped them. They played tonight because they... Oh, yeah. They yeah. Who, who, wait, say, like, say it again. UCF beat SMU 41-19. Oh. I heard all those SMU guys were like yeah, sitting they, out. Yeah, a bunch of them quit. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's bitching about it. Preserve their, to preserve their... Yeah, I know. I don't understand that. Everyone's, like, why are you bitching about... Like, so what? Like, Darren Ravel or whoever's like yeah. fucking griping about players protecting their fucking rights to <laughs> play where they want? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Boomer fucking asshole. Yeah, I don't get it. I'm like... If you're not for players' rights and you're like, they must stay and do what my team wants them to do, you're a boomer and you need to shut up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't... Like, let them go play where they want to play. Like, who gives a shit? They, yeah. they get four years, period. Yeah. Right? They get four years. They take their talent where they fucking want to. Yeah. What's the fucking problem? It's free market, Give right? them a reason to stay. I was going to say, that's free market. Like, free yeah. market. Yeah. Why well, well, was cracking again? I don't know. <laughs> Just when you're defending capitalism. <laughs> it's, so, it's so unnatural for me that my sound like an 18-year-old girl. It's, it's, like your, it's like your second puberty when you're defending. <laughs> you're becoming a capitalist. <laughs> my balls like suck up back into my body. And I just, like, my voice lose all of its bass. You know, your face is breaking out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting really moody and angsty. <laughs> That's typical. That's male menopause. <laughs> that happens also if a, if a guy who's not a capitalist defends capitalism. It's like medically the same. Yes. <laughs> you know, if they but if we just gave them more socialism, then they wouldn't have to be such capitalists. That's true. You just take it's all their ironic. nil and disperse it across the entire fucking country. That would suck too. Everybody gets a dollar. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> as long as we get the fucking video game back, I don't give a fuck. fuck. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Coming next year, hopefully. They next, don't fuck it up. Next July. Next July. Yep. It's gonna shut down every PlayStation and Microsoft server on the planet. I'm gonna take like I'm gonna take like a week off. <laughs> I'm send all my kids to daycare. <laughs> Just play. Six hours straight. Yeah, every nice. day. Nice. Yep. All right. Well, Legion, enjoy this weekend on your various college football fun trees. On your journey. On your journey. Yeah. Your personal. Your personal college football journey. Your personal journey, finding yourself hmm. through college football. Wow. Or losing yeah. yourself in college football. Yeah. That's true. Getting yeah. so deep. That's what we do here. Yeah. New <laughs> Allendale single next week. What's the, What's the single? Radiate. Ooh, we're gonna play that one. Yeah. Do you have it? Yeah. Better send it to me. Better send Casey. Oh, okay. Or put it in the folder. Yeah, put it in the folder. Cool. Bye. Bye. Boners. Wish you would. Take a little time. Show a little faith. This is speak of mine. Don't walk away in hate. We'll find a sign that you can find. We're used to make you wait. Oh, I was going to say, I went to Buss's house and gave him his oh, JMU yeah. t-shirt last night. Yeah, yeah. Literally, it was a nice fucking house. Sells typewriters. So, what, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> no, he, he's an IT, too. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, was, I was like, damn, typewriter sales are fucking, that's lucrative shit. I should learn how to um, do ty- that. Type. Do you want to share his address? So <laughs> Typewriter. <laughs> on air, so all of our nine listeners can go see Buss's house. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. 
Um, yeah, I got it right here in my pocket. Hold on. I know. <laughs> Six, five, four, something or other. Perfect. Perfect. Something other, other That sounds made up. Yeah. <laughs> everything is That's made like up. Five, five, five number, Kenny, phone number. Everything is made up. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. It's all just fake. Yeah. It'll be sad though if fucking God, what are we gonna do if James Madison sucks <laughs> and Sagnetti leaves? Oh my god. I don't want to think about that. Okay. Sorry, it's a depressing thought.